Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman, and I got the Disney dentist with me, Dr. Doug. And Doug, tonight we're recording a little bit more later at night. So uh, hopefully you can uh, stay awake for this one. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Late night's okay with me. It's that early morning that's questionable. See, I'm, I'm an early morning guy, and so that's why I think it's funny that we're recording this show so late uh, after our uh, kids go to bed. Uh, it's that this show is going to be talking about the resorts at Walt Disney World. And what people don't realize is there are a lot of them. There's a lot of resorts and different stratifications of resorts, different levels, if you will, um, that you have to kind of pick that level before you pick your resort. And that's what we're going to talk about today are the different levels of resorts uh, that you get to choose from, both on uh, based on size which we'll talk about uh, and and then also price as well and so first off uh, let's talk about the three tiers of resorts and uh, why don't you uh, give me a tier and I'll just kind of throw uh, all the resorts that are in that tier so uh, the first tier of course is the one people probably look at the first it's the cheapest tier Doug. yeah the value resorts is what Disney speak would call them um, and uh, are you saying all the value resorts, or am I, Derek? Sure, I got the list right in front of me. I, right. do, I do know all right of those. Off. You have the uh, All-Star Movie Resort, the All-Star Music Resort, the All-Star Sports. You have Pop Century, and of course, one of the newest, uh, fastest-selling ones is the Art of Animation Resort, which we will be staying at here in February. And I would say put a little asterisk next to Art of Animation, because yes, it's a value uh, one wing of it, the Little Mermaid wing, is definitely a value resort, but they also have family suites, which price-wise is totally different and everything else. And we'll get more into that as the show goes on, too. Yep, and then we have the next tier above that, which is uh, a little bit bigger, uh, a little bit nicer. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but what is that, Doug? The moderate resorts, that's the, the Disney lingo for that middle tier, would be moderate. Yep, and right there you got Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, Coronado Springs, Caribbean Beach Resort, and the Fort Wilderness Cabins, which always makes me laugh calling that one a moderate because I'm not going camping when I go to Disney World. No, and that that's another asterisk one. It's lumped in with the moderates, but it definitely costs more. It sleeps more. It's more square footage. So um, calling it a moderate is kind of kind of odd, kind of just like the Art of Animation Family Suites. It's really its own category. And then we get bigger and bigger, uh, both in size and in price. And what is the next level, Doug? The next level would be the deluxe resorts. Which are a lot of bucket list uh, resorts for me. I know you're stayed at a few of these. I'm going to stay at a little bit more. But that's, of course, the mm-hmm. Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Poly, the Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Jambo House, 
and the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, there's a lot of them and lots of different things going on at them. Lots of different price levels within that category. Those other categories, the values and the moderates, all very similar across the board. The deluxes, we see some variation as we go across from resort to resort. And then there's also one more tier people don't realize on top of that. Yeah, that's the the deluxe villas. Um, the DVC, Disney Vacation Club, uh, has villas, but they also have to be available to the general public. So you don't have to be an owner of Disney Vacation Club points to use them, uh, but that would be like studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, and grand villas, and some other properties. And so what are all those, Derek? You have the Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, and there are also uh, villas with uh, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary. So yeah, a lot the of these bigger resorts have villas attached to them. Yeah, and I think we're going to see more of that going forward. I mean, there's not many um, deluxes left that don't have, or are there? I think they all have them now, except Yacht Club would be the only one, and they really are kind of landlocked. Um, they're right next to Beach Club where there's already villas. So, yeah, they just keep adding and adding the villas well, and keep, selling more and more DVC. More, I was going to say, they points. keep adding more and more DVC members, and mm -hmm. the price for that keeps going up and up. And uh, that's a show that we are definitely going to have in the future talking about the Disney Vacation Club, um, which is it just amazes me how popular it's become uh, and mm -hmm. hearing so many more people joining it. And so, yeah, that, that'll be a show in itself um, yeah. probably down the road. All right, Doug, let's talk about the size of the resorts uh, between the value, moderate, and, of course, the deluxe. Because size does matter when it comes to resort staying. <laughs> size does matter. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's a big difference. Um, the values have massive amount of rooms, lots of people, but... Uh, and they're fairly spread out, but they're fairly on top of each other at the same time. If you think that's possible, spread out and on top of each other, it you know it's like high density housing, um, you know, and you have outside entryways, um, so you have a corridor outside. Your door opens to the outside to the Florida heat and the Florida bugs. So my wife often compares it to like a Motel Six, not the best description in the world, right? But nope. it's like a motel. You got. You got your beds, and you got a door that opens outside to nature, and there you go. Um, it's always clean, though. It's you know, it's not questionable, but it's a big resort. There's different buildings. They're clumped into like three little uh, T-shaped winged buildings, and if you're in the far-flung corner of it, uh, you're doing some walking to get to the main building, to refill your mug, to get to the food court, to get to the buses. So. They're big. They have a big footprint. I have a, a document I made off of like Google Earth where I took a screenshot of Google Earth and then I outlined the resorts. And it's pretty amazing seeing how large the resorts are compared to some other things just to get an idea of how much walking you can do within the resort. One reason why we like to bring our own stroller, Derek, because oh, you've got your stroller for the resort. You got me there, but I like to burn out yeah. the kids' energy. Yeah, uh, run back to the room, run. guys. Run, run. Now they, sleep. And well, they all got their bracelets, so they all run anyway to uh, yeah. to get to get to the, open the door. Um, so, uh, keep going. That's the values. Um, you know, they're spread out, but big buildings, lots of people. The moderates 
you get a little more privacy. Smaller buildings, the rooms are bigger, so they, they take up more space, so it's not as dense populated. But the size of the resort just explodes. They're huge. Um, most of them have a body of water that you have to walk around or navigate bridges. Um, there's there's really spread out. There are some places that it is a hike. Um, you're talking 15, 20 minutes from some rooms back to the main building. Mm-hmm. Um, the moderates are definitely spread out. They're gorgeous though because of that layout. Um, a lot of them are just two story buildings where the values are four story buildings. Um, some of the moderates don't have elevators to get to that second floor. So that's something to be aware of in the layout. And your doors open to the outside again. So no hallways. That's at a moderate. Um, so let's go to Lux. Um, here you see a lot of different ways. Um, kind of the opening, we talked about how the deluxes vary a lot within their category. Um, you know, like Yacht and Beach Club, there's some long hallways, but you don't go outside to get your room. Where um, Grand Floridian has several buildings, so you have to go outside. However, it's nothing like the moderates. You don't wish for a bus to come by and pick you up as you're walking. We're talking a five-minute walk rather than a 15, 20-minute walk. I mean, unless you walk really slow. It could take longer. But a lot of varied, all inside hallways. Um, Most of them have balconies. That's where you get balconies is at the deluxes. Um, The yacht and the beach club have some weird rooms without balconies. I think that's really odd. If you pay a deluxe price, you sh- some people get them, some people don't there. But all the other resorts, you get a balcony or a patio, um, but not quite as big a footprint. Um, it depends on like the price level you pay. Like Contemporary is one where if you're in the tower, I mean, it's all right there. You come in the lobby, you get in your elevator, you go up. But if you're in the garden wing, you got to walk over the garden wing. If you're in Bay Lake Tower for the villas, you got to walk over there. But we're still talking about a five-minute walk, not a 15-minute walk. So the layouts, moderates are gigantic. And then values are a little bit smaller with a lot of people. And then you have the deluxes where it varies a lot. Well, you're talking about walking, and I think that's a good uh, transition to another thing that people think about when uh, choosing the right resort for them. And that's transportation, especially the the bus system, which we've talked about before on this show. Uh, and so you can look back at previous episodes. But uh, some buses, some resorts are a little bit farther away from the parks than the other, and some. Uh, so let's talk about uh, value, moderate, and deluxe. And what do you see when it comes to transportation between the three levels? All right. Well, let's start talking about busing because that's the that's the number way one way people get everywhere usually is the bus. The values have one central bus stop um, at the main building. So if you are in that furthest away building, you have to walk there to get on a bus. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a preferred building that maybe you paid $10 more per night to be in a preferred room, you can be right there by the main building, and it's not that big a deal. One bus stop. So once you're on that bus, you know your next stop is your destination, uh, which is really nice at the values. Art of Animation, Pop Century have very dependable busing. It comes frequently because there are a lot of people there. Um, sometimes you may be on a crowded bus at the values because of that, but it's also pretty frequent. Moderate uh, is kind of a different animal altogether. We're talking about that size. So they have an internal bus loop uh, where they may have three or four different bus stops positioned around the resort. 
So there's not one main stop. Uh, you got to go to your closest one, wait for that bus to come there. And you may be the first stop to get picked up. That means you get to stop three more times before you head to the Magic Kingdom. Or you wait, and when the bus gets there, say you're the last stop, it's already full, and you're always standing when you're on the way to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. So that's kind of the good and the bad of the moderates. Um, the value, it's nice knowing that you don't have to stop more. Uh, the moderates, you don't have to walk to the main building, but you get extra bus stops. And then deluxes, buses are... They're good and bad. Um, they run pretty frequently, just like the other places. There's not nearly as many people on them because the room numbers, there's a lot less rooms at the deluxes. Um, but they share buses a lot, depending on the time of year. Uh, we've stayed at Beach Club where we got on a bus, and then we had to stop at Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin before we headed over to the Magic Kingdom. And that's not really much fun. Well, and that then can, that can hurt your day, rope drop, too. Oh, I mean, that's it's 20 to 25 minutes of bus stops, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the end of the night, it seems like it goes the opposite direction. You know, whatever, you, whatever route you're on, it's always, you're always last. That's kind of how I felt. You know, you get off last, you got on first and had to ride everywhere. So um, that's like the Epcot area. That's one downfall of that. But um Animal Kingdom Lodge shares, they have two stops over there, and that's pretty dependable. Um, you know, the bus transportation, the deluxes, it's still good, uh, but it may not be as good as Art of Animation. The value, we've had our best luck with transportation from Art of Animation, a value resort, when it comes to buses. Coronado Springs is one that it's the most centrally located resort in the whole park. So if you're at Coronado Springs, you have the shortest ride to everywhere on average. So that's one nice thing about that resort. But there's more than just buses, right, Derek? Absolutely. There's also, and if you listen to our previous episode, you'll learn that there's also a fleet of of ships. And by ships, I mean little boats that like to take you around. And there's also a monorail. And you can, of course, walk if you want. Yeah, and so... All of those things we just mentioned, with the exception of French Quarter and Riverside, they have a boat to Disney Springs. Everything else you just mentioned is only found at Deluxe Resorts. And it's so on. The and, Deluxe, it's, and, and before I forget, it's Rope Drop Radio's episode number 16, where we talked right. thoroughly about Disney transportation. So once you're done with this one, go listen to that one. Yep. Don't leave yet. Stay tuned, but go listen. But yeah, so... All of those are huge advantages. Being able to walk to the park is priceless, and you can do that from those Epcot area resorts. That was just kind of bashing the buses. Well, you don't need a bus to Hollywood Studios. You don't need a bus to Epcot, and that's 50% of the parks. So, yeah, it's pretty good value. That upgrade to Deluxe, you know, if you get to be dependable on your feet, it's pretty priceless. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm paying for the transportation, and I, I'm going to stick with my buses, boats, and monorails, I think, since, uh, and not walking as much. Yeah. Uh, but I do like my amenities, and I like that as a part of a, in the one thing, Disney does a phenomenal job, uh, and when we talk a lot about it in, a previ- in our previous episode, but they do a really good job just getting people to and from the resorts. Um, but the other thing that people love, I know, Whenever I am searching for a resort or a hotel, wherever we go, whether it be Disney or to Kansas City, uh, one thing I always got to look for, because I have two toddlers, 
is a pool and it's a question that we get a lot it's actually uh, one of the a Google search question what resort has the best pool so maybe after we talk about uh, all three levels maybe you can answer what what you've thought is the best pool but uh, let's talk a, a kid favorite pools um, and, and I've heard a lot of great stories about pools at Disney World but let's hear from you value moderate deluxe what is a pool situation like all right, Derek. Well, I have a question for you. Do you like a water slide at your pool? I do. All right. Well, that's a big a big component that separates them. Values, mm -hmm. no water slide. Mm, but and are they? I hear rumors they are filled with kids on on nice days. Of course, they they can be. Um, so I think the only value pool I've been in is the big blue pool at Art of Animation, which is all Nemo themed. There's music under the water. It's gigantic. Um, but no slide. It also has zero entry. It has a little spray park too at the va at that value park. Um, the other values, um, not so much. But Art of Animation, remember, well, we put that little asterisk next to it. Well, right? I know. Well, and and that's the one we're staying at. So that's good. To, good to know. I don't know if we have mm -hmm. much time for swimming, but um, yeah, little spray park. Yeah, mm -hmm. get water squirted at you. So value pools, they're big. Um, usually each resort has two or three. Uh, they have a main pool, and then they have uh, smaller pools that are sometimes called quiet pools. I don't know how quiet they ever are at a value resort, um, just because on average it's a younger families, and uh, kids are loud when they swim. So we had one of those so-called quiet pools outside our door at uh, Pop Century um, the night before we ran the Princess Half Marathon, and uh, it was not quiet, but we, I mean, we were at Disney World. It's what you expect, kids swimming in a mm -hmm. pool, right? Uh, we got upgraded for free to a pool view, which um, costs more. Um, so they're all excited for us. And the whole time I'm thinking, no, we wanted the woods back. Mm -hmm. I would rather look at the parking lot because I knew that came with noise. But the, the girl checking us in was just so excited for us. So I'm like, okay. Um, so, yeah, no no slides at those pools. But they're big. They're accessible. Um there's usually a playground nearby, too. Um, just throw that in with the pool theme. So you move up to moderate, and uh, you get a pretty nice-sized water slide at all the moderates. Um, the theming gets a little crazier, too, where the theming at most of the values is just kind of a statue and characters around. Well, at Coronado Springs, the water slide is in a, a pyramid, uh, you know, like a Mayan pyramid. You, you don't find that at uh, any re hotel you go to or anywhere else, you water slides in a Mayan pyramid, for crying out loud. Uh, Riverside, it's like old logs and stuff like that. and I mean, it's just over-the-top theming. Um, not huge pools, but plenty big. Never felt crowded when we've been there. Uh, they have quiet pools. Those definitely are much quieter than the main pool. Mm -hmm. The main pools always have some sort of entertainment, like the lifeguards or pool staff, I don't think it's lifeguards, but a pool staff, they do like dance parties and different things. There's a schedule that you can get. So the pools have like entertainment, like you can have your kids do that while you sit there. Um, yeah, and the moderate pools are very nice. And then um, there's a hot tub as well. Uh, but you go up to deluxes and you get some even crazier theming. Um, you also get some bigger spray park type experiences. Uh, which kids really love those, um, and some bigger slides. The longest slide outside of a water park can be found at uh, Beach Club and Yacht Club 
And that pool is sand bottom and massive. And uh, people stay there just for the pool. It is pretty amazing. Well, now that has already been on my bucket list. I might actually move up on my bucket list. But you've been to a lot of these resorts and a lot of these pools. And we've kind of talked about uh, resort and pool hopping in a previous episode. So what, what do you think out of all of them is uh, maybe not only the best pool for you, but maybe the best bang for your buck pool? Put well, it in the spot a little bit. Yeah, best bang for your buck. I think best bang for your buck, the uh, – the moderate pools, um, Caribbean Beach has a zero depth entry. Um, the water slide area is themed like a, a wrecked pirate ship. There's some like water cannons around. Uh, it's really cool. Um, the only reason I give that the nod over the other moderates is probably the zero depth. I love that because I have one child that's a little slower to just jump in. So the zero depth is really nice. I know that's nice for toddlers, too. I was going to say, that's perfect for, for a little week. Yeah. yeah, where Riverside, French Quarter, and Coron... I'm not 100% sure on Coronado, but they don't have the zero depth. So the zero depth at um, Caribbean Beach is pretty awesome. However, it was 40 degrees and raining the last time we stayed there. So needless to say, even though all the pools are heated to about 80-some degrees, we did not venture in. The steam was just coming right off of it, but... We didn't get in there. Um, uh, the pool that I think was the coolest was definitely Stormalong Bay at Yacht Club, Beach Club. Uh, but it is a little deeper. Um, a lot of deep areas. So our kids, it wasn't the best for them at the time. I think in another couple years, it will be ideal. But they had a zero-depth area that was actually a beach with sand. And so they played in the sand. It was It was pretty amazing. Um, and they have like a lazy river area of that pool. I mean, nowhere else has anything like that, but that's one pool where you're not supposed to pool hop. Definitely don't advise it. Um, but at yacht club beach club, they do check your your Well, now your magic band to get in. Like they are, they oh, they're, a, they're, they're, they're rising there's up. A, there's somebody at each gate. There's a gate around it. Someone's at each one. They put a wristband on you after they check. Mm. So, there's no sneaking into that pool. Uh, Art of Animation, they're pretty strict with, too. Um, you have to open the gate with your magic band to get in. Most of the pools don't have that sort of security around them. But Stormalong Bay, people would treat it just like a water park. So, I mean, there's a Lazy River. Oh, that, well, that's yeah. awesome. That's, well, that's good. Maybe we'll, we might have a full show on pools sometime. Uh, sometime. Yep. Um, but uh, another one, another topic I want to get to that's very important when people are deciding what level of resort to go to is food we all need to eat to survive yeah. I, you know that that is important so you, a lot of what vacation is is just dining at uh, a new location and so of course you uh, you do you know you got different levels of restaurants with food courts and sit downs and bars and I know all three offer uh, different types so why don't you talk about what you can expect from each level well, the first and most important thing is that you can get Dole Whip at the Polynesian. Oh, there. well, there that's, you go. Well, that's, that's the most important thing. That, that's right. for, there's probably people <laughs> that choose the Poly for just that reason. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to the show. Um, so the values have gigantic food courts. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're really good. Um, lots of variety, lots of option, lots of seating. Um, very clean. Um We've enjoyed our meals at the food courts. Lunch is awesome because it's not very busy. So on like arrival days, if you're there early enough to eat lunch or departure days, 
it, we're normally not at the resort for lunchtime. That's why it's not very busy because you're at a park. However, I will say the food courts at about like 8.30 to 10 o'clock, 10.30 at night are just bananas um, because people come back and they evidently forgot to eat food while they're in the parks. Like, I don't know what they were doing while they're waiting for wishes, but they're like, oh, food, let's eat, you know, so those, they do get crazy. It's funny because I'm, I was thinking when you're going now, I'm the morning person, so I'm the one who leaves my resort, you know, when we, we stayed, uh, I get the breakfast, it's just crazy at breakfast time. Yeah, breakfast is crazy. We, that's why we pack our breakfast from home. We, we take mini muffins or little donuts or something we eat at the gate. Um, breakfast and then after the park closes, they're just crazy, but like they have build your own pastas, things like that. Um, I think it's art of animation has a build your own pasta that when we were staying at pop, we walked over the bridge to just go to the food court there. Um, moving up to moderates, they have food courts, uh, a hair smaller. Um, they definitely, uh, probably cut down by a third, still have lots of options. Um, it's also where you get your refillable mug is in those food courts. Mm-hmm. Um, Port Orleans Riverside has my favorite dish. They build your own pasta. Um, you get a lot of pasta for the price, too. Well, yeah. I, you know, I, I stayed I'm there, and I didn't get the build your own pasta. I did get Mickey yeah. waffles yeah. every morning I was there. There's lots of options, so you can't just get the same thing over and over. I should tell myself that, too. But, um, you know, good food courts. Um, it's a lot like Sunshine Seasons on the variety and the options. I, I would compare the value of moderate resorts if you've eaten there at the land. Um, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, then when you move up to the deluxes, ah, uh, counter service becomes sketchy. Um, they have one counter service type restaurant with a limited menu. You know, five to six entrees. Um, it may not have anything you really want. It may. It, it's similar to counter service in the parks, I'd say. And the like, yacht and beach club, there's only one in the beach club, so you got to walk all the way over there. And so. Counter service at the Deluxes is not their forte. However, they have a ton of sit-down restaurants mm-hmm. or table service restaurants. Um, no table service at the Values. Um, there is a table service restaurant at each moderate. Um, probably no, not the most prestigious restaurants. Um, they're probably busy when it rains. <laughs> when everybody shows up there and they cancel other plans. But... Uh, Nowhere, I, I've never actually eaten at a table service restaurant at a moderate yet. I'll be honest. I nope, just haven't. I, I haven't either. But at Deluxe's, I've eaten at lots of table service restaurants. Um, one big thing you find at the Deluxe Resorts, most of them have a character dining or some That's sort of dining yep, experience. Dining. Yeah, so, I mean, it's harder to name a Deluxe Resort without it than with it, I think. Which ones don't have it? The Animal Kingdom and... Wilderness Lodge, probably. Those, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, Boardwalk doesn't have a character dining, but you got one right across the lake. So, yeah, I, dining at the deluxes are really good. The counter service is a little sketchy. Um, you know, Contemporary, theirs is actually pretty good. I've eaten there a few times, the Contempo Cafe. But, uh, I, yeah. So, food courts are good. They're busy, um, but really good. The other big things are bars. It, it turns Adult out people beverages, like yes. bars. Um, See, that's where the, I go after the uh, after we get done with the park. So get the kids to bed, and Dad goes over and gets a drink for uh, Mom and Dad. Now, when you were at uh, 
Riverside, did you go to the bar? Oh yeah, Yeehaw there? Bob's. That was yeah. Uh, that was that was great. Got to sit and wait for my drink for a little bit and watch uh, the Yeehaw Bob show, which was hilarious. And mm-hmm. um, one thing that really made um, a moderate level resort stand out for me. Yeah. So you get that bar in the main building at mm-hmm. all the moderates. Every hotel has a pool bar. So your values, moderates, deluxes, they all have a pool bar. Um, a lot of them have some counter service options too. So actually at the deluxes, I have found better luck with the entrees I want at the pool bar rather than in the actual counter service area. Cause some of the counter service areas in the deluxes are actually like in the gift shop. Like they're just kind of like, well, where can we stick this? And they crammed it in. So the pool bar um, every level, um, they have food options and drink options. It varies from resort, but man, the moderates, you get that, that other, that other venue for adults and like Yeehaw Bob is, he is awesome. You don't have that at the deluxes. Yeehaw Bob makes Riverside pretty special. It does. It was, the- it was a lot of fun. And that's something we definitely look at when, uh, choosing a resort. And finally, Doug, one of the things that I love to look at, even on days that I might be bored and binge binge while looking at, let me try that again. And Doug, finally, one of the things I love looking at, uh, sometimes just going on the Disney app and, and on their website, is looking at all the theming at the different level resorts. And of course, we have a dream list of resorts we want to stay at because of different themes. Um, but talk about just... That whole theme, what you can expect from the different levels of resorts. So the value resorts, most of them have a theming that's over the top. Just big giant things, like big statues. Like, you know, 50-foot tall Ursula greets you outside your room. Um, Big giant uh, Rubik's Cubes. You know, there's external stairwells on the end of each of those value buildings. And the the stairwells, they're not just stairwells. They're hidden in something theming-wise. And so, like, the Rubik's Cube is at Pop Century. Ursula's at Art of Animation. And then, like, the sports, movies, and musics, the All-Stars, it's pretty self-explanatory what they decorate with. And you see um, a lot of Disney influenced in that theming. And that's all outside. You go inside, and the theming really dies down quick at the values. It feels like a hotel, and that's about it. There, there's a picture, and the carpet, and then the throw on the bed and that's that's about it theming wise it's it's not in your face over the top um it's possible to forget where you're at in the values i think um i think it could be more over the top i think i'd be okay with stuff blaring at you reminding where you're at but at art of animation it's insane and that's why and that's why we're choosing to stay at a value this next time around my daughter's obsessed with little mermaid and we are staying in the Little Mermaid suite uh, because yeah. of the theme. Uh, the theming alone is what uh, made us choose that resort. Yeah, the theming is everything in that room is Little Mermaid. There's no forgetting where you're at. And then when you go from the Little Mermaid wing to the the Lion King suites, the Nemo suites, and the Cars suites, like Cars, the couch it folds out into a bed but the couch it looks like the back seat of an old car from the 50s like it is themed like that there's like there's metal plate on all the the tv um and cabinetry and i there's a the table has a big map of the old highway you know route 66 and it's just over the top 
And that is what you would think you'd get at all the other values, but you don't. Um, the moderates, um, the overall theming outside is tamed down quite a bit. Um, Riverside is it's really themed to what it's supposed to be. So you're supposed to be like in a bayou, and they go from like cabiny looking things around to uh, mansions, like on a plantation. And French Quarter is designed to look like New Orleans. Um, and Coronado Springs is a southwest type of feel, like deserty, even though it rains every day. They pull it off quite well. Um, so the theming's a lot classier, would be a word I think a lot of people use. Would, would you agree with that at Riverside? It's just kind of classier? Yeah, that's what I kind of liked about it a lot. It, um, it, it didn't seem like it was a crazy pop century type hotel. It, just, it was a little bit more upscale. You, you definitely felt like you were in the... Uh, in the south a bit, and and uh, that, that it definitely standouts in my mind. I, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like the theming inside the rooms is actually more at the moderates than at the values, other than art of animation. Uh, but it's subdued. I love the, very, hidden, the hidden theming. It's oh. hidden, like lots of hidden stuff. Like Tiana's in this painting, but if you just glance at the painting, it. it well. Just looks in like the painting, carpet, right? in the carpet on the floor, there was the carpet from Aladdin, like in woven into the carpet. So if you're not looking down, you don't even realize you're standing on Aladdin's magic carpet. And and like the little sinks were uh, the lamps. So every turn on, oh turn yeah, on the, the sink, I would the princess have... room. Yeah, that's right. You were in a princess room, weren't you? I yep. With all that, with all that extra special stuff. Yeah, it and. Uh, Caribbean Beach is... Um, is that the pirate room? The pirate rooms? They have pirate rooms, but they're regular rooms. You know, Mickey's laying in a hammock and that sort of stuff. It's very well done, but it's not like screaming at you. Now, the deluxes, uh, their theming's carried out throughout the architecture, all the fixtures, all that sort of stuff. But, like, their theming may not be something a child gets or mm -hmm. wants to get or cares to get. Um, I think they get the Polynesian theme. It's Hawaiian. I think kids can wrap their head around that. I don't know that they understand uh, any of the others, really. Um, you know, what's what's a yacht club, Mom? I don't know. Just, just go with it. They have a cool pool. You know, so the themes there, they're really well done. They're throughout the whole resort, but it doesn't scream you're at Disney World. Also, there's hidden Mickeys everywhere, too. Yep, I so love that looking for hidden Mickeys. It's still Disney, but you have to look for it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, no, good point on the theming. Uh, and that's, like I said, it's really fun sometimes just to go online. I'm sure you've done it too. And just kind of check out all the pictures that Disney has of all the resorts. Um, and like I said, do what we do and make a list um, for where you want to stay. Uh, in the beginning, the one that I wanted to end on is the one I kind of mentioned in the beginning. Uh, is, of course, the, the one that people look at very first when it comes to any kind of resort. And that is probably the question your wife gets the most. What is this going to cost me? How much yeah. am I going to spend? What, what is the different levels in pricing? Uh, because Disney is pretty good at setting these levels between the, the, th or the price between the three levels. Uh, so what, what is this going to cost me staying at a value or a moderate or a deluxe? All right, well... The price varies a lot throughout the year, depending mm -hmm. on when you're traveling. Disney, good point, good um, they will squeeze every nickel out of the seasons. Like 
President's Day weekend has its own price category. That's how specific it gets. So um, we're going to look at the average rack rate for summer of 2016. I mean, no discounts or anything like that. There's lots of discounts out there. So this is rack rate. All right. So for a value, it was $150 a night, a moderate $230, and a deluxe where there are some insane variations from room types depending on views and location. We're looking at 550 a night. Granted, that's before any discounts. Um, so you're paying quite a bit more for the deluxe amenities to have those sit-down restaurants, to have the bigger pools, to have more things available to you. They also, one thing we didn't mention was spas. The deluxes have spas and things Who has like that. time to go to the spa when you're in Walt Disney? No idea. I'd rather be on Splash Mountain. But, you know, you're paying for the location too, being able to walk to some parks. Mm -hmm. There's all those things we talk about balled into one. That's why there's the price difference. So moderates at two thirty, um, you know, definitely a lot cheaper than a deluxe. There's a big price hop there. Yep. And then the values down at the bottom at one fifty. Now you're thinking like, man, that's that's a lot more compared to you know just a sleep in or something like that. And you know, for a value, depending on the time of year you go, the summer is one of the more expensive time of years. It's not peak, but it is one of the more expensive. There's definitely cheaper times, and you know, you get all your transportation included with all of these, those sort of things. We talked about um, in our on-site, off-site show. Uh, you got to remember, there's a lot packaged in with the Disney resort already. And we talked about that in that show, so I won't rehash it all, but yeah, the price jumps, but you got to think about what you're getting. You know, you go, are you double bed to a queen bed? All those sort of things play in there. You know, the quality of the sheets is even different from value to deluxe. Uh, Egyptian you, you cotton, to, 1000. Yeah. Do you count? want your, we went or from Disney cruise. Paper. Yeah. We went from the Disney cruise line, which is like a deluxe plus, to um, the art of animation, which yeah, we put the asterisks next to it, but they still use the uh, value sheets and value shampoo, and oh man, it was that was rough. The sheets were like, oh man, I don't are these straight out of the package? Have they even washed these? Type of it was stiff compared to the old Disney Dream or Disney Fantasy, whichever ship we just got off. Oh, so yeah, there's lots of little things, and that's the price. Yeah, and it's it's a big one. It's usually the first one people look at. I know I know what's funny for me is I always start at the value and then as I look at amenities, uh look at transportation and of course the theming. That's what kind of starts uh steering me up to the moderate into the deluxes and I know this next trip will stay at value and deluxe. Uh save some money earlier in the trip so we can spend a little bit more later. Um, but what else do you think really helps people choose uh, different resorts? You know, it for us, sleeping surfaces is big. If uh, my children don't have to share a bed, that's really, really nice. Um, so like Art of Animation Family Suites, the girls can share one of the pullouts, and then we get Alden on his own surface so he can't touch anybody. That's really good. Any of the deluxes with the daybed, that's it makes it worth the money if there's not a fight every night of he's touching me or he's too close to me. Claire also likes to sleep on the floor, so you know, we got that going for us too. But then that puts Alden with me because Sam and Alden wouldn't touch each other ever. 
oh, and then I just, he like runs in his sleep. So sleeping surfaces is my number one thing that I like to look at, but I don't make any of the decisions, so it doesn't really matter. You are married to the rope drop queen, and she will stay where she wants to stay, um, which is good because she has helped me with a lot of my questions, and uh, we have uh, two listener questions that we want to address here at the end of the show, uh, and so it'll be good to get your input, and I, and I know this first question I actually have some input on as well, but uh, the first one is from Becky, and she asks, we are planning on staying at Pop, Pop Century that being, but a friend just got back and is and insists that the Riverside is the best place ever. Is it really worth the price jump? Now she doesn't say Port Orleans or French Quarter, uh, but is it worth the price jump going up from uh, uh, a value to the moderate? Uh, you know, I have your notes on here. Square footage is fifty-eight cents, roughly for. Uh, a value for per square foot, and then you're moving up to 73 cents to a moderate. Uh, so is it worth that little bit of money to move up? I'd say if you can sleep in double beds and you're just planning on sleeping, then, you know, the value is not a horrible thing. It's going to be a nice hotel, a good place to sleep. Uh, you still get to watch Stacy on the must-dos no matter where you stay. So, um, But if you think, like if you're hesitant shadow of a doubt about staying in two double beds with your family then it's worth every penny because if you're worried about it a little bit you're gonna like lose sleep before the trip and then you might lose sleep during the trip so having that extra space and then you may have one of the pull down beds and actually sleep five uh, that's what's worth it for me is that that bedding um, plus Everything's just a little nicer at a moderate. Let's be honest. They, you get what you pay for. Everything's a little nicer. Um, cast members are great everywhere. However, I think the cast members can work their way up from value moderate deluxe for a reason. So you get a little different customer service level. Um, you know, it you get what you pay for type of statement, but. The values are great hotels, too. I'm not going to tell anybody not to stay there if they're confident that two double beds is all they need. But two double beds is a scary proposition for me. And but, if well, it was she just doesn't, four She doesn't us. talk about family or anything. Yeah. Uh, I know from my experience, the Riverside was, uh, was a game changer for our family who uh, you know, fell in love with the moderate resorts uh, just – there's there wasn't a million kids around. Uh, uh, we went to the uh, the pool that was not the main pool, and uh, it just we, I really enjoyed uh, the luxury that the moderate and especially the Riverside Port Orleans had to offer us. And and so if it comes between those two, I would choose to spend a little bit of extra money and stay at the Riverside. I agree with her friend. Uh, but you always got to look at price. And what I recommend most of all, Becky, is go online and type in the Riverside, both Port Orleans, French Quarter. There's there's tons of stuff, tons of pictures, and kind of get a feel for the theme. And, and if you want to, if that's somewhere uh, you want to stay at. So um, I think that, you know, kind of kind of get a feel. Assume a virtual reality, we're all going to be uh, able to kind of take, uh, put on headsets and look at all the resorts ahead of time. But, uh, Right now, just look at some pictures. Yeah. Yeah, just check it out. I think uh, I don't think you can go wrong with either, but, yeah, I would lean Riverside. 
Um, I think the modern you got Yeehaw are Bob. My that alone. Yeah, Yeehaw Bob, right there. Yep. Uh, done. Done and done. That is a group. So definitely check out Yeehaw Bob and say hello for us. So, and then our final question is from Joe, and uh, his wife is concerned that we will be overran with too much Mickey Mouse on our adults-only trip. Is there a resort that the over-the-top theming is tamed down? Yeah, there's lots of them. There's lots of them. Um, they're called deluxes. Mm -hmm. They do a great job of that. Um, the the kid-to-adult ratio at deluxes is just 180 degrees different than the values. If you're doing adult-only... Um, and you're planning on spending any time at your resort, I would avoid the values. Um, even though that theming doesn't get carried in the room, you know, it's still outside. It's everywhere. The lobbies are really, really busy. The food court's busy, loud, lots of kids. So adults only, um, definitely moderate or deluxe. It's worth the money. But the deluxes, the themes are a lot more sophisticated. Um, yeah, Mickey Mouse might be on the lamp but it's in a way that you're like can appreciate it as a an adult. It's art. It's art. It's not just in your face and loud. Nope. So I agree with that. Spend a little extra money, stay up, uh, uh, treat your spouse if, a little bit, and then I also got to recommend listening to Rope Drop Radio's episode number eleven, where we talk about adult only Disney. Yeah. Now, what resort specifically would you recommend for them, Derek? Do you have any? Thoughts? Uh, you know what? Um, I would uh, I would throw the poly in there, get that Hawaiian theme. Uh, definitely a fun one for couples. Um, but it definitely, it's no matter what. If you want to have a good time with your spouse, go to Yeehaw Bob's because I think they've made that clear and uh, get some yeah. adult beverages. But I do love how uh, the de um, the deluxe resorts all have sit down dining. Something you know every. A couple needs to definitely keep on dating, and so you won't see a million kids at the sit-down dining in Disney. So even if you want to get away, you know, find those restaurants. Not the characters, of course, um, but uh, yeah, get, there's a lot of great ones in the deluxes. There's all the signature restaurants tend to be at the deluxe resorts, and those are very kid-free. Um, some have to be kid-free. You can't even take them. So Victorian Hours, the Grand Floridian, is probably at the top of that list. Mm -hmm. and, I think if I had to pick a resort for an adult that was worried about Mickey Mouse and kids and overrunning, I'd probably say um, the Yacht Club. There was one time when we stayed there um, over a Star Wars weekend. We wanted to be right there near Star Wars. And um, I think it was Samantha that was like, um, where are the other kids at? So they were concerned that they were like in the wrong resort. It's, it's attached to a conference center, so there was lots of business people there, which if you're okay with that, you know, instead of kids, that's one way to go. The beach club is the kid-friendly wing. The yacht club is more adult-only. So check that out if you're thinking you don't want to be overran. Well, that's, no, those are, those are some great questions and, and some great answers, and hopefully Joe and Becky, we were able to help you out on that. But if you have any more questions, uh, we would put you in touch with the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. Send us a message on Facebook or uh, on Twitter. Find us, follow us, and we will make sure we can get you in touch because she has answered probably a good thousand of my questions whenever I'm planning a trip, and she has definitely, uh, you know, 
turned me and had me uh, check out other resorts and stuff. And so that's why I'm excited for this next round to do um, two different tiers of value and a deluxe. And so, uh, and I know you guys, whenever you travel, you seem to do all three tiers in oh. two days somehow. I don't even know how it's possible. But This trip, though, she's ended up, we're doing uh, deluxe, deluxe, and deluxe. Although we're doing villas, deluxe, and deluxe. We didn't mention much about the villas today because the biggest difference is just the room square footage, yep. right? That's They share the deluxe amenities. Um, but yeah, so we're staying at deluxe, deluxe, and deluxe. So a lot of variety this trip. And it'll be fun because, because afterwards we'll be able to get... Um, when we start, because one thing we want to do is be able to put reviews together for all the resorts, and so uh, some of those uh, deluxes that I haven't stayed at, you'll get to be able to do some reviews for mm -hmm. us as well. Yeah, and our next trip after that, I believe, we'll probably be paying, staying at Pop Century. So after a trip of all deluxes, we'll be going all How value. How can you go back? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, that'll be great. And then continue to follow us on Facebook and Twitter as we uh, do live updates from our trips here coming up this fall. Um, this has been quite a bit of information on value, moderate, and deluxe resorts. Uh, and like I said earlier, if you want to know more, we would put you in touch with Michelle McKnight. She is the best travel agent, period, and uh, for anything Disney. And so cannot speak highly enough of her services. But that that's about all the time we have. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it's late at night. I, I'm ready for bed. This whole show has got me even more ready for bed because now I, I want to stay in a, a bigger bed with a higher thread count. Um, so I'm, I'm ready to go to bed in one of the uh, deluxe suites right now. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Well, yeah, thank you. So uh, that's, like I said, all the time we have left uh, for Rogue Drop Radio. Thank you again for listening. Uh, for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. This has been Rope Drop Radio.